Hello, welcome to the first episode of the podcast I'm doing. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about architectures from all around the world, as well as architectural designs and structural designs of these architectures. So in the first episode of this podcast, we are going to be talking about the CCTV headquarters in Beijing, China. Now, let's start with some basic information about this building first. The design of the CCTV headquarters in Beijing was carried out by OMA, or the Office for Metropolitan Architecture, which is an architecture firm owned by Dutch architect Rem Kuhas. The building began its construction on in 2002 and finished its construction in 2012, and it's located in the central business district of Beijing. Now. This building is owned by China Central Television, which is a firm that is responsible for broadcasting and producing television shows for basically the entirety of China, and so that is the functionality of the building. And I chose this building as、uh, the first architecture that I'm doing for this podcast series because it's actually. Located in the city that I live in, which is Beijing, and it really struck my eyes because of how unique the building is, because it sort of redefined the concept of what a typical skyscraper is. That is, it doesn't really appear to be an, a tower on the outside, and also its gravity-defying、uh, element that really makes it stand out from all the other buildings. And so, in this episode. We are going to be talking about the architectural and structural designs of this building that really makes this structure unique and also corroborate to its functionality. So now let's talk about the、um, the basic structure and layout of this building. This building consists of two vertical buildings that leans towards each other, and if you have a picture, you can see that the The part that I'm talking about are the two big pillars that stands on the towards the outside of the building, that sort of leans, as you can see. And these vertical buildings are connected by horizontal pieces at the bottom and at the top, merging into a perpendicular 75 meter cantilever. And in case you didn't know what a cantilever is, it's basically a structure that suspends horizontally and is supported at one end. So you can see、uh, the top of the building. There's a、uh, the the part the section that basically suspends that that is suspended, and that is the gravity-defying element that I'm referring I was referring to. One section of this horizontal piece that I'm talking about、um, goes outwards, and at the top of this、um, building, the cantilever goes inwards. The horizontal pieces that connects the vertical buildings,、uh, both placed both at the top and at the bottom, makes it so that、um, it leaves a giant hole in the middle that makes the entire architecture look like a loop. Now, adding on to the loop design of this architecture, 
The loop design captures the element of film production, which is the main functionality of the building, which is to broadcast television shows for the entirety of China. And throughout the entire loop shape of, of this building, various interconnected activities and spaces are strategically placed. And the, the strategically placed facilities demonstrates the cyclical and interconnected process of television making. And this again shows how the design of the loop shape of the building um, corroborates to the functionality of the building. Furthermore, unlike the individual tower blocks that we are used to being presented by skyscrapers, um, like the, uh, the, the skyscrapers that doesn't have any connections and just are individual blocks in its individual plots, um, this building with its loop as well as, as, well as its interconnectedness is an attempt to reinforce a sense of community and collaboration that is involved in uh, the process of production and creation and design. Um, and it just shows how, again, the design, the, the loop design and the connected uh, horizontal pieces is a demonstration of uh, community and collaboration and how it basically uh, also corroborates to uh, the functionality of the building. So now that we have talked about the 75 meter cantilever uh, that acts as, as a link between the two vertical structures of the building, as well as its integrated loop, where basically the two towers merge to create space in the middle that makes the uh, entire building look like a loop and include gravity-defying features, now we are going to be uh, talking about some, uh, some of the uh, minor details on this building. One small detail that I want to talk about is the, um, the an another aspect about the shape of this building. So as you can see from any picture of the, any angle of the, uh, the CCTV headquarters, you can see the top, the cantilever, has a slight slant to it. And the point that I want to make about this architectural design is that it sort of, it sort of reflects the idea of uh, asymmetry, how asymmetry is a big a huge part in this building. And so from the slant of this building, uh, you know it creates asymmetry and uh, I personally, I really enjoy the beauty of trying to, make it not really like a normal building, but really uh, bump up its uniqueness through trying to, um, through trying to uh, um, drift away from the conventional um, view of what a good building looks like and sort of tweak the uh, building to make it more asymmetrical. And the asymmetrical uh, aspect of this building really enhances the aesthetic experience for me aspects or elements such as uh, asymmetry and not following the traditional or the conventional view of what a good architecture looks like is known as deconstructivism, which is a movement that is based on um, breaking the rules of uh, architecture and of modern architecture. And another aspect that I want to 
talk about that is a huge element for me personally are the cross bracings that is presented on the facade of the building. So let me share an experience with you about the about the building. So when I saw the building myself in real life in Beijing, one thing that really caught my sight are the random diagonal lines that are on the facade of the building. At first I was really confused, but then I was also really enlightened because it was such a unique feature that just um, naturally fills the space where it should be empty glass. And it, to me personally, it looks, it sort of enhances the outside of the architecture. So another unique aspect of this building is that the forces that I that acts upon the different areas of the building, forces such as compression and tension, are actually shown on the surface of the building from the cross bracings and the diagonal lines. And I also want to talk about the uh, functionality of the, of the bracings. So the bracings in the facades serves, well, it initially serves as a structural support uh, to support loads such as wind and seismic pressure and the cross bracings placed on the on the surface of the building can distribute the forces and work very effectively under both tensive and compressive forces and one important uh aspect that i want to talk about is the complex force distribution of this building and how it is reflected from the um the aesthetic designs of the diagonal lines on the uh, facade of the building. So the complex force distribution is reflected from the diagonal metal webs known as the bracings on the facade of the building. So the areas where there are denser concentrations of the diagonal lines that cross each other, which, form, which then forms these um, webs, are areas where the building is under greater structural stress and requires greater support and areas with a looser and con less concentrated web, web system are areas where less force are being acted upon and thus requiring less supports. The design of the cross bracings on the surface of the building reveals the complex force distributions of this building. Furthermore, the cross bracings on the facade has become a literal embodiment of the structure and the skeleton of the building. The fact that the uh, complex force distributions of this building can actually be shown to the public eye is a very unique feature of a building that can be shown. The metal webs are an important aspect of this building because conceptually it's unique to display the forces that act upon the building to the public. And the lines, as I have said, has become a literal embodiment of the structure and skeleton of the building. Not only that, but the webs fills the empty, em the empty facade and where the lines or where the cross bracings are, there are actual indentations and these indentations on the facade of the building actually, to me, adds layers to the building, layers and depth to the building. And it also fills the otherwise empty glass facade. 
and from the web building we can also tell how the uh, areas that requires great structural support are located at the overhang or the cantilever of the building. Which leads to my point that another important element of this building, and one truly shocking element about this building, is its gravity-defying cantilever. And the gravity-defying feature about this building really gives it a sci-fi sort of feel to this building that I think no other building in Beijing can give to the audience. And I just want to conclude this episode by summarizing some of the points we've made. So in this episode, we've talked about the, uh, the cantilever of this building, a very important aspect, uh, the shape and how it corroborates to the functionality of the building, the asymmetry of the building, as well as its uh, the design of the building on the facade, which are cross bracings of the building that demonstrate the complex force distributions of the building, and all of these, uh, all of these elements work together so well to form, a, built a very well made building, and well made design. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the podcast series that I'm doing, and. Yeah, that is it. We are going to be talking about another architecture that I really like in the next episode. Thank you so much and goodbye.